0: This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. If you like chicken nuggets, then you gotta sing along. If you like chicken nuggets, this is your favorite song.
1: Spencer got money in the media. That's gonna have to do. I don't have a song about KFC, so listen, I'm working with what I got. Uh, a few years back, remember, KFC took Christmas Yule Logs to the next level. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they had a fire log that smelled like fried chicken as it burned, which sounds like torture to me. Like, you're so hungry the whole time. Uh, it's called 11 Herbs and Spices Fire Log. Probably a terrible gift to give someone who works at KFC, uh, but apparently they're popular among fans. So they're back at Walmart.com for fifteen eighty-eight. The box includes the usual warnings for a flammable item, but it also says not actually fried chicken in big red letters. Oh,
2: so people don't sue the company because it doesn't <laughs> smell enough like chicken. Because they ate it? <laughs> they'll, do a, they'll do a class action lawsuit that doesn't smell enough like chicken. Whenever you see those warnings on stuff, you're like, it's because somebody did it.
1: <laughs> right, totally. You're like,
2: you're like the one like the one on the lawnmower where you're not supposed to pick up the running lawnmower and, and trim the right. edges. Right. I'm like, somebody did that. <laughs> They did, unsuccessfully, I'm right. guessing. Uh, yeah, they call them Knuckles now.
1: <laughs> right, no kidding. No kidding.
2: It'd be weird if you go over to somebody's house and they're burning the KFC log and you walk in and you're like, oh my God, we're having chicken. Then they give you like hamburgers.
0: Yeah, that would yeah, be weird. Yeah, it's like,
2: what, where'd the chicken a total go? Total mind-aff, man. <laughs> That's not fair.
1: I smell the 11 herbs, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and we got pizza. Yep. Wow, what yep. a party. Yeah, oh, Sad. So, uh, That'd be the only
1: time I'd be sad there was pizza.
2: You're saying they took it away and brought it back, or it's just, well, it's they just, just back? They
1: make a limited amount for oh, Christmas time.
2: Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha! And yeah. then so you like the jammies and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a LTO as we say in the biz, right. John.
2: That is peak chicken, dude. Because yeah. people only want their house to smell like chicken during Christmas. That's right.
1: Okay. It's the only season for the Yule log.
2: What a. <laughs> What a time to be alive. <laughs> the whole house can smell like chicken. I know. Starts stuff on fire.
1: Dreams really do come uh, true,
2: man. I freaking love it, dude. It'd be cool. What, well, you might as well make a Taco Bell log. I mean, why stop there? Well,
1: what is the Taco Bell log uh, like going to bur- smell like? A-, a taco. Yeah. Like meat? Taco Bell? Like
2: hot taco sauce. flavoring? Yeah. Herbs? Spices?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm still mad about the green sauce, so...
2: So if you use the Yule log outside, could you make the whole neighborhood smell like chicken? Probably. Ooh. All the dogs would be going Ooh, that's nuts. That's not a bad idea. Dude. Put like five of them on a bonfire.
1: You'd <laughs> be like, man, did
2: chicken? <laughs> well, it's got to be- Did KFC move into the neighborhood? <laughs> it's got to be- str- Right, because it's going to go right up out the chimney and get drafted out. I mean, I wonder how much stays in the house and how much goes up. I don't out, know. And all the dogs are going to be going crazy. There's I only don't... one way to find that's out. That's
1: right. And I don't have a Order fireplace. five of them. <laughs> <So>.
2: <laughs> I got a fire pit.
1: All right, dude. We got to do it up. It's it's the experiment must yeah. happen. Like
2: Popeyes, you can smell Popeyes when you walk in. Yeah, some Popeyes. They'll I, have to jump on the log train.
1: Been. I still haven't been. Yeah. So
2: definitely jump on the log train. Now we're back at Johnny's high school.
0: Hello. Oh, hey. Yeah. We thought uploading to the cloud oh. was something completely different. Log water. The JJO Morning Show podcast. <laughs> Johnny and Dee. JJO.
2: Bud, herb, tree, green, Mary Jane, cannabis, grass, pot, dang, chronic, joint, dope, chiba, sticky, icky, sensamia, hashish, conja, twig, torch, reefer seeds. Re- is it primo
1: weed? Uh, dude, it is a cause for celebration. First of all, happy National Brownie Day. <laughs>
2: I know where this is headed.
1: A medical marijuana company in Massachusetts decided to celebrate by making the biggest weed brownie ever baked.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Oh,
1: and you can put your weed in there. No word from Guinness yet, but uh, this bad boy, 850 pounds, and has 20,000 milligrams of THC. Oh,
2: my God. That's how much I ate in an edible at Sturgis.
1: (laughs) That explains why you were in a different dimension. I uh, said, (laughs) am I in heaven? Where am I at? The standard dose is 10 milligrams. You took a 75. That's why I was trying to tell you.
2: I know, and how fun was I? When I when I was laying, I don't down. know you I were I traveling the, in space, <laughs> I dude. I missed the jackal show. Is it over? Is it over? <laughs> <It's> my birthday? <laughs> oh man!
1: Uh, so it's basically 2,000 brownies packed into one. It required 1,344 eggs. 81 pounds of flour, and it took an entire day to make. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, the headline says it's for sale, but it sounds like the company already has plans for it. Um, it'll be divided into smaller brownies and distributed to medical marijuana patients in Massachusetts. God,
2: that's got to just taste like weed, doesn't it? That's a lot of. That's a lot of milligrams.
1: Pro- well, I mean, it's a gigantic brownie. Yeah. So it probably tastes like a standard weed brownie.
2: Good lord.
1: Which is delicious. Oh.
2: Now everybody gather round and listen, if you would.
0: When I tell you every person needs a way of feeling good. Every kitty needs a ball of string and every dog a stick. But all you need is a bag of weed to really get a kick. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. A bag of weed, a bag of weed. Oh, everything is better with a bag of weed. It's the only help that you'll ever
2: need because everything True. I'd like to check the texture out on that. See how. See if it's like my mom's brownie.
1: There you were say something else. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. No. Maybe may later. Ah,
0: ah, ah.
1: I don't know how you feel about this. Yeah, you're a wine person. You're a big wino drunk ass.
2: Had some uh, port wine at Maderos over the uh, weekend with a big fat dark cigar. Oh, my God. I haven't
1: had port a, wine in so long. A
2: Padron. Yeah, I, we love wine. We're in the... Don't judge, but we're in the wine of the month club.
1: I don't... Well, I judge you all the time, but it's, uh, never out
2: loud. It's amazing I can even function between beer <laughs> tastings and... Uh, Wine of the Month Club. I am
1: impressed. I'm
2: just happy to be here. Yeah,
1: right. No kidding. Um, Official Oreo-flavored wine goes on sale tomorrow Ah, for a limited time. All right. So they teamed up with Barefoot Wines. Do you ever drink the Barefoot Wine, or is that too cheap for you? You can
2: get that at the mobile gas station.
1: Uh, They created a red wine with notes of cookies and cream with chocolate. That's their
2: signature brand at the mobile gas station.
1: I like the uh, Winking Owl at Aldi.
2: Oh, oh, that's right. That, but that's one some whispering eye. That's won some medals, I think. It has two of the There's just two bar- wines. They just barely beat out the mobile gas station <laughs> wine for the gold.
1: Well, not everyone can be <laughs> as fancy as you. Hey,
2: we don't even we get we get wine of the month. We don't even know sometimes where it comes from. Then just grapes, weird labels.
1: Um, Whatever. so it's called the Barefoot Oreo Thins Red Blend, and it'll be on Barefoot's website. Tomorrow until it sells out.
0: God, they ought to
2: market that to kids. Yeah, so. kids. Kids love Oreos. That's that's awesome.
1: <laughs> All right, Philip Morris. Uh, for 25 bucks, you can get two bottles of Oreo wine shipped to you. Uh, you can sign up to be notified by email as soon as they go on sale. So barefootwine.com slash Oreo thins. Why are Oreos so good?
2: That will go great with my Taco Bell. Seems to be our theme this morning.
1: Yeah, Taco Bell Yule Log. Oreo wine, <laughs> weed brownie.
2: <laughs> Oreo, I guess, like a chocolate. I assume the, the dominant flavor is chocolate, which is, which is great in wine. Or Red with,
1: wine with notes of cookies and cream with chocolate.
2: Yeah, I, I'm just saying I think the dominant there will probably be chocolate because that's, I don't know, that's a lot. There's a lot of chocolate wines out there.
1: I'm interested. I would totally, I'd totally give that a shot without a doubt.
2: Yeah, I wonder if people will get past the Barefoot wine label. Yeah. Uh, I don't mind Barefoot. It's cheap. You can get a bottle of it for like 7 bucks.
1: I th- I think Barefoot's good. Uh, I mean, whatever. Sure, it's cheap. Still tastes fine.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, when you got the shakes, you're at the mobile. You Man, some-
1: you are very judgy.
2: <laughs> Jeez. Uh, oh, did I hit a nerve? I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, yeah so we... We let the Oreos age for two weeks before we turned them into wine. It's <laughs> wonderful. Again, what a time to be alive.
0: You can learn a lot listening to podcasts.
2: Uh, did you know that the hottest chili pepper in the world is so hot it could kill you?
0: Or you can listen to this one. Bears can smell your menstruation.
1: I can smell your menstruation.
0: The J.J.O. Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, nowhere but J.J.R. Oh,
1: dude. Aw, oh, dude. <sighs> winning. Duh.
0: D- winning. 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 The only thing I'm addicted to right now is winning.
2: I'm by winning.
0: Put down your sword and come join the winners. I
2: win here and I win there. I'm going to win
1: inside every moment. And they will sell me and then they will lose. Duh. And they will lose the rest of their lives. Winning. It's
0: like
2: winning. Defeat is not an option.
0: I'm winning. win.
2: I think uh, is that Carlos Santana? I don't know. They just put him in a hospital for a heart defect.
1: Oh no! He
2: may have seen the last of Carlos Santana.
1: I don't know. Well,
2: that was a couple of days ago. Son of a! I'm sure he got uh, took some horse paste and bounced back.
1: Right. I don't know what it was. Horse for. paste for everything. Put a little tussin on it. Um. So, uh, just that made me remember. Do you remember uh, back at a time when? The only thing we had to talk about was Charlie Sheen losing his mind. <laughs>
2: it took up half our show for him. <laughs> six months. Where's Charlie?
1: Um, well, maybe he was onto something. something.
2: Like Death Watch with Charlie.
1: Yeah, something like that. Um, this is pretty neat. I think it's neat anyway because it's something that I do all the time. A new poll found the average American experiences 1,460 small wins a year. It's about four a day. So a small win, right? Like... I, I, I always say you got to celebrate small victories because there ain't a whole lot of the big ones, right? Uh, so pretty much anything that goes right in your life can be counted as a small
2: win. <laughs> well, I, like wait, lately, making it to
1: work in time.
2: Lately at Ho-Chunk, I've been getting small wins, uh, <laughs> literally.
1: Uh, completing a chore. Right. Oh, yeah, small a, win. And a a, a chore. Oh, gosh. Gotcha. Or a chode. Um, small victory. Maybe hearing a, a new song you like on the radio, winning a bid on eBay.
2: Like, like you you you, get, you turn and the lights turn green.
1: Right. Yes. Victory. Totally. Small wins. Celebrating. E- I
2: call those low expectations, dude. It keeps you happy. <laughs> you call Keeps those small you happy. Wins. I call them the lowest of expectations, dude. I know.
1: Just be happy about the small things, man.
2: It is weird though. Uh, speaking of traffic lights, it's like you hit one, you hit them all.
1: Yes, yeah, they're timed usually, very, right? Yeah,
2: Very strange how that works.
1: Um, slightly bigger things count, too, like finding money in your pocket. Oh,
2: yeah, that's a win. Uh,
1: finally paying off a bill. I just did that. Finally paid off my dental bill, which I had for years because it was a lot of work. Right. Uh, that was awesome. Me and the lady on the phone celebrated together. Uh, achieving a fitness goal or finishing a book. All of these are small wins. 83% of people said even just one small win. Can sometimes turn their whole day around. No.
2: Well, sometimes that's all you have. When I clean my bathroom, that feels like a small win because it's the least exciting part of my life.
1: Dude, that is a small win.
2: Yeah, so cleaning behind the toilet. It's amazing how much, I don't even know what's back there. It's like brown, fuzzy material. I don't even know what the hell's going on back there. But that feels good. Yeah. Cleaning my tub behind my toilet. Sure. Not something I look forward to.
1: Right, like even crossing something off your to-do list, small win.
2: It feels like it sets up when I clean the toilet the rest of the day. Yeah, totally. If I can clean the toilet, I could be the president of the United States.
1: Pretty much anyone can. I think we established that. Four and five say they've tried to appreciate their small wins even more since COVID. The most satisfying types of small wins are ones that help us relax or have to do with improving our finances. When Fred Swanson came in here and gave us bottles of gin. (laughs) Small win, dude. Fred Swizzle. Yeah. Little surprises like free coffee, free booze, great parking. Also ranked high in the win category. I love this story. Give me PC2.
2: And then always celebrate with a Butter Burger.
1: Not always, okay. or you're going to end up I, in the hospital of Santana. I
2: clean my toilet, and I got a cheese disc on my hand. Yes,
1: yes.
2: Um, like a gift from the gods.
0: This is for you, small winner. For the thrill of finding a $20 bill in one of your old jacket pockets. That's a lot of money. Never mind the fact that it was your money to begin with, and you're <laughs> extremely forgetful. <laughs> you're taking it as a small win. Way to go, uh, small winner. Yeah, it's true. Way to go. Yeah, it's true. I you get... found a great parking space uh. where no one can ding either one of your <laughs> doors, and it makes you forget the ticket in your glove box that you got for parking in a handicapped spot. No, you're taking this as a small win. Way to go, because you're a small winner. I love it.
2: Yeah, I guess it's uh, habit forming. I guess that's the whole idea of telling yourself a small one. Although I don't know if you categorize if you literally look at yourself in the mirror and you go, "That's right, badass! You cleaned your toilet. You go. You go out to dinner. You deserved it."
1: Well, I think I mean the the basis of it, I suppose, is having some gratitude, right? Like just being generally grateful for experiencing. I'm happy just to be
2: alive every day. Right, I am. I was never used to be like that uh, years and years ago. I was always, uh, I I wish I had this. It was a matter. I was very. uh, This may come as a shock to you. Materialistic at one point. (laughs) No. (laughs) I want a helicopter (laughs) and a hot girlfriend. Yeah. But now, no. It's really weird. I my whole outlook is just. I just love being. Alive and be able to come to do my job. I love my job. Oh yeah, hell yeah. I'm very happy. I don't I don't know if that's a career win. I don't know what you call it. Yeah. Every day I come in here, it's it's uh it's a goofy job, but I consider it a win. Oh sure. It's something I wanted to do.
1: Every day I'm like, I can't believe this is my job.
2: It's so get, weird. Didn't get fired, small win.
1: Yeah. Waking up, big win.
2: Huge
0: win. Replay today, the JGO morning show podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. J.J.O. I want
2: you smothered, want you covered like my Waffle House. Hash browns come and cook at the FedEx, never reach an apex. Just like Google
1: call stock, you
0: are fine to
1: make me rise an hour early. Day. All right. Uh, now, I imagine one of the biggest complications in being a meth dealer is that you don't have a storefront, you know? <laughs> so uh, a 31-year-old man named Anthony Silcox was a chef. That's a chef? At a Waffle House in uh, Caraville, Tennessee, about 30 miles from Knoxville. Uh, he was dealing meth on the side from the Waffle House kitchen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Made 100% Waffle House. I'm a meth I call that capitalism. That's a talented man.
1: That's right, dude. He can make you a waffle and bake you a batch of meth. The cops raided the place last Friday, arrested Anthony while he was standing next to the grill. He had some drugs on him along with paraphernalia. He admitted to police that he was selling meth at work, but not every day. I mean, come on. I didn't
2: even figure that could get you fired at a Waffle House. Right? I thought that was (laughs) part part of
1: the the job. (laughs)
2: It's in the training video when you learn to be a cook. (laughs) Uh, It's called... Waffle House surprise.
1: <laughs> Anthony was charged with sale and delivery of meth, which is a felony, along with misdemeanor possession yeah. of drug paraphernalia. He's due in court.
2: Yeah, I feel like I have, uh, I've, I've, uh, haven't taken advantage of everything Waffle House has to offer. I only go in there the Waffle House bathroom to drink. I didn't know it was a meth den. Yeah, I've been uh, not taking advantage.
1: I just went to get smothered and covered. <laughs> Who knew? Oh no. Um. All right. So this is kind of a interesting uh, story. Ah! A pet group called Protect My Paws analyzed uh, the data on the Twitter machine the Twitter, yeah. to see which cities tweet the most about abandoned dog poop.
2: Oh, un, unpicked up. Yeah. Dog food, Uncollected dog poop. Yeah. Oh no, I hate that. Oh, I know we're not on the list, dude. No. No, we're good here.
1: Uh, Pittsburgh, numero uno.
2: We're so healthy, our dogs don't even poo here in Madison. They just <laughs> they just hold it in.
1: Seattle's number two, followed by Atlanta, San Fran, Buffalo. Who, who is number one? Uh, Pittsburgh. 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 pooberg
2: Yeah, you got that. What's
1: bro. wrong with Pittsburgh? And they're just leaving their poop around, man. What the hell?
2: I thought it would have been, uh, yeah, did you say San Francisco? I would have guessed San Francisco. But that's like probably human poo.
1: There's a little of that mixed in there. States uh, that are more likely to stand in a steaming pile of dog poo. <laughs> uh, dude, Wisconsin, we are like, it's not even a factor here. Probably because your dog is pooping in the woods. Delaware is the least poopy state, but we're tied for three.
2: So. I like to uh, scoop up my dog poo and delicately make a little poo boat and sail it away on lake mendota
1: that's awful
2: set my poo do that. set my poo free
1: we had uh so we
2: took the i'm mut- talking about me my poo
1: don't do that either no. uh we took the mutt for a walk and about three blocks in i realized oh man i didn't bring any baggies with me and so we were and it was me and amory and chewy
2: That's probably the number one reason people don't pick up dog poop.
1: Probably. And so I was like, well, maybe, maybe he already pooped today and we'll get through the walk and
2: not have to worry about poop." (sighs) Boy, I've gambled like that before. Yeah, one block later. lost.
1: There he is, right in the middle of someone's yard. And I was like, oh, no. So Avery had to run home and get bags.
2: uh, That sounds like me coming through Chicago once, coming back from Ohio. My parents had to poo. And then I thought, well, I'm just going to wait till I get up to the uh, Oasis, you know, the McDonald's yeah. the, up in Belvedere or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, I think I can hold it. No, nope, sharted.
1: Sure can't.
2: Can't hold it. No. So, uh... Yeah, never gamble on a poo. Yeah, never wear white shorts driving home from Ohio. I can tell you that.
1: Now, I was thinking as he was running back to get bags, I was like, "What would I do if I was by myself?" Because if you abandon the poo, yeah, and the home—God forbid—the homeowner saw the dog poop and then sees you leave, because they're not going to know that you're going to get a bag. I mean, this could be the throwdown of the century. Now, in the past, when it was warm out and this happened, because you know people be out in the garages and stuff. I have just asked somebody that was hanging out outside. Hey, got a plastic bag. Mm-hmm. My dog took a crap, and I forgot baggies. That's
2: all those grocery bags are for.
1: Right. The bag filled with other bags. Thank you. What the hell?
2: Doing yeah. nothing. Just taking up space. Totally. I want to get a dog just to use up my plastic grocery bags.
1: Oh, man. You're, and you know what? Like Some of the stores, the Walmart bags, no offense to Walmart, your workers even know, they double bag everything. Because those bags get holes in them instantly. Right. Farm and Fleet Menards bags, solid. Solid. Good review. Five out of five.
2: Oh, my God. You work up a sweat there? Unless <laughs> we're going to black out there for a minute. All the blood rushed to her head.
1: <laughs> I get worked up over the weirdest
2: uh, things. Uh, I'm proud of you. Well, That's a small, small win. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Uh, no, we used to, uh, am I insane, or, did, or, or were we, it wasn't us here, and I say of Madison, somewhere in Wisco, they were going to check DNA and poop, dog poop.
1: Wasn't it a whole thing with the HOA? Maybe somebody it, was like leaving I their
2: dog poop out. swear to God, that was some, yes, rich neighborhood got where it. somebody got upset. There was a trail of dog poop.
1: Uh, yeah, this was at a St. Louis apartment oh. complex.
2: St. Louis? I thought it was here. No.
1: Uh, using DNA to link dogs to poop. that oh, hasn't picked up.
2: How do you, don't you need a database to match the DNA? Or do well, you, they're
1: going to go around and they're going to get swabs from the or, dogs. Well,
2: you'd need photographic evidence to, and then you'd have to go to their house, wouldn't you? Yeah, you'd have to swab the dog. How the hell does that work?
1: I don't know. Let's see. We got hundreds of pieces of poo in the mail in bags and bags.
2: Dude, exact science is going to get richer. Yeah. <laughs> Man, they'll swab any poo over there across the street.
1: So I think they swab the dog as thought, part of their policy. As a matter of fact, I thought it was Listen, illegal
2: to send poop in the mail.
1: I, I'll get to that. Upon move-in, the apartment complex's district manager, Mike Cooker, uh, said that dog-owning tenants must abide by their policy by taking cheek swabs of their fur babies. <laughs> there it is. Yeah.
0: There's the database. So
1: they have to do it. <laughs> Unbelievable.
0: That is outstanding. Coming down your smartphone, one podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. It's
1: Hopkins.
2: you didn't we haven't done the proper hump day news story lately for a while oh um, we do it last week mm-hmm. oh uh
1: couples are erecting christmas trees in the bedroom to perk up their love lives
2: here we go now
1: experts say uh the sight of the green prickles and the smell of the pine can be the ultimate turn-on for some mm-hmm. twinkling lights dangling balls also get them
2: in the mood i knew you were gonna go there did you? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, why am I even here then? So predictable.
2: <laughs> I just
1: uh, one in six uh, people on this little survey, just tiny survey, obviously, uh, put Christmas trees in their bedroom. One female customer explained, "My boyfriend was dead against a tree in the bedroom, but I said we could stay in bed all day on Christmas." Yeah, buddy. And that won him over. Yeah, because he's thinking about frigging parking a couple fingers in the stink garage. <laughs> Male responded said, We always have one in the living room, but we have one in the bedroom too now. It's my favorite. Um, and then somebody else said, as they say, happy wife, happy life. Yeah, I understand. Oh, is that would um, that
2: be branching out with your sex life? Oh hell! Yeah. Oh, get you going out on a limb. Get out of here. Uh,
1: gardening express director, which is who did this little survey here. Uh Chris Bonnet said, it connects us with nature and reminds us. Of our earliest ancestors who slept and made love in the outdoors. <sighs> Whatever. Caveman sex did not sound fun. Dude. Stinky. He's just humping you in front of everyone around the fire.
2: I got, your <gasps> el- I got your elf right here. Sorry, I'm running out of puns. I'm all over the road over here. <sighs> Drunk pun driver <laughs> over here.
1: <laughs> better hanging up, dude.
2: So, so all of a sudden, we're not the bad people for putting three Christmas trees up in our house. I
1: never said you were the bad uh, people. Yeah, you're
2: judgy. You're a little judgy. I wasn't
1: judgy. Well, listen. You no, always said it. Your no.
2: tone is like, oh, you're putting up three trees <laughs> again?
1: Well, because I was there listening to you, bitch, about how much the freaking pencil tree was. I didn't even know what a pencil tree was until you got married. Yeah. Now I'm learning all the, the things by proxy. The, the, it sucks.
2: The, it's weird. The skinnier the tree, somehow they triple the price. <laughs> I know, right? I have no <laughs> idea what how that works. Is like that the, supposed to be some designer math fake?
1: Math does not check out.
2: Designer fake tree <laughs> nobody had thought of before? hmm Thanks. Yeah, that's how it works.
1: <laughs> uh, so there you go. I guess uh, putting a Christmas tree in your bedroom that's will the, make you have caveman stuff. So. Christmas
2: tree consortium they're <laughs> controlling our 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 thoughts. and.
1: Yeah they were like, oh, how how can we sell more Christmas trees? Tell them it'll give them more sex.
2: I guess a skinny tree just is more manageable. Is it? Yeah, maybe.
1: Aren't the skinny trees maybe usually they knew, like way tall?
2: They knew people would put three of them up because they're they fit anyway. Well, you
1: have all these windows; you mm-hmm. need to put something in front of.
2: Mm-hmm. You know. I don't know what to tell you, dude.
1: I don't know what to tell I'm you. Just,
2: Long for the ride. I understand. (laughs) The JJO
0: Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.